ಗೊತ್ತಾ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಕೇಳೋದ್ರಿಂದ ಎಷ್ಟೆಲ್ಲ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನ ಇದೆ ಖಂಡಿತ ನಮ್ಮ ಪರಿಸರದ ಬಗ್ಗೆ ಕಾರ್ಯಕ್ರಮ ಇದೆ ಶಿಕ್ಷಣ ಆರೋಗ್ಯ ಅಂದ್ರೆ ಕೇಳ್ತಾ ಕೇಳ್ತಾ ಕಲಿಬಹುದು ಕಲಿತದ್ದನ್ನ ಪ್ರಯೋಗಿಸಬಹುದು ಪ್ರಯೋಗಿಸಿ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನ ಹೊಂದಬಹುದು ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಇದು ಸಮುದಾಯ ಬಾನುಲಿ ಹೌದು ಪರಿವಾರ ಪರಿಸರ ಅಷ್ಟೇ ಯಾಕೆ ಇಡೀ ಪ್ರಪಂಚದಲ್ಲಿಯೇ ಐಕ್ಯತೆ ಭ್ರಾತೃತ್ವ ಸಹಬಾಳ್ವೆ ಇವುಗಳನ್ನು ಕುರಿತು ವಿಚಾರವಂತ ಕಾರ್ಯಕ್ರಮಗಳ ವಾಹಿನಿ ಅಂದ್ರೆ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ತೊಂಬತ್ತು ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ನಾಲ್ಕು ತರಂಗಾಂತರದಲ್ಲಿ ಕೇಳಿ ತಿಳಿಯೋಣ ತಿಳಿದು ಬೆಳೆಯೋಣ ಹಾಯ್ ಹಲೋ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಬೆಂಗಳೂರು ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಟಿ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸ್ಟೇಷನ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಸಿ ಆರ್ ನೈಂಟಿ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಫೋರ್ and today active events today's active event topic is national center for labor's web series 3 social security for informal workers and this was organized by mp samisar and professor babu matthew chairperson institute of public policy and director center for labor studies and come let's see what they all discuss okay so uh, we also have with us you know uh, mr bk uh, sahu ji who is currently uh, the head of the indo german uh, focal point and uh, you know which is an organization which works on uh, occupational health and safety promotion at the state and uh, national uh, level and uh, more importantly you know he was the uh, the insurance commissioner with the uh esic so uh, uh sahuji has a very rich uh, experience of uh, working on social security issues in our uh, country and uh, very recently you know the government uh, announced that uh, for uh, under the esic you know almost 50% average wage of the last 3 months uh, shall be paid to uh, uh, workers uh, who lost their jobs between march uh, 24 when the lockdown was announced until the end of uh, this year until december uh, you know who have been impacted by covid 19 and this is going to benefit almost uh, 40 lakh uh, workers so i think this is a, a welcome uh, development you know where at least some benefit will be uh, given to workers who have lost uh, their jobs from the, and they'll get benefited through the uh esic so i now hand it over uh now uh, uh, mr anup our uh, our comrades shami and all the teams at the outset let me congratulate all of you in giving a platform like a platform worker we are a platform in uh, doing our uh, bit our uh, today's discussion i have a small presentation of 15 slides i will uh, only before i go to the slides i just tell i will concentrate the four because i uh, left what mr anup said about the unemployment allowance you see what our unorganized workers require the most are the four things which i look at from my experience in esis and in social security one is the health care second is the accident benefits is the unemployment allowance and fourth is a pension scheme this four broadly i am telling you and how at the end of the day i just give the last point how the government because i was always involved in, in this exercise i look into it this way i think this will be the pose the challenges the debate for today's is webinar and also kindly recording to give to government of india four things will come one health care from the esi unemployment allowance if you remember 
it will be given ultimately by the employers who have an employers compensation act which was running and third thing about this pension scheme from provident fund and fourth which is coming with maybe by the government so these four things keeping this in view uh, presentation you see this social security code I, I, I am only putting the, this one because this is the social security code. If you see the three things very clearly, which uh, Professor Bobby Matthews said, but I am a little bit of more positive on this. This is the act, very important, very important, my friends, because people are apprehension that domestic workers are not covered. People are apprehension that uh, these uh, vendors are not covered. No, all stand covered, but not immediately, in a phased manner. It cannot be immediately. The act to amend and consider laws relating to social security with a goal to extend social security to all employees and workers either in the organized or unorganized or any other sectors and all matters connected therein and similar matters. And the act is extends to whole of India. So this summarizes the basic preamble of the act. And I must give thanks somehow people are seeing this pandemic was a problem. It is a blessing in disguise in bringing out these migrant workers into focus in this act. All workers into act because of the pandemic people suffered migrant workers. So this is this is the thrust of this. Next slide. So if you see, I just go to the unique next because this is the act which can take care of all the nine benefits which and one best important thing which Social Security Code is now picking up. You see, this is based on the principle of pooling risk and resources. Who can afford it and who need it? These two are very well entwined in our ESI Act. This is a very unique. And this does not differentiate between organized, unorganized. This does differentiate between casual workers or regular workers. Anybody who is covered will be coming under the ambit. This is uniqueness. Next. You see, it covers all types permanent, temporary, casual, employer directly principal and cover day one from his employment. And that is why the social security code has now embedded into this. Next. You see it covers all types of employees. It covers day one. Next. Single contribution, multiple benefits. This is why the nine benefits, all the benefits, only single contribution. The scale of medical care. There is no pre-enrollment. Medical care for retired employees. Also occupational disease because this is very much important now. Occupational is a huge problem after this pandemic also. This is what the uniqueness of the scheme. It is a very important and at the one contribution, you are getting the medical treatment and the cash benefit. And the most important, I must tell with all our panelists, pay us for the capacity, take benefit as per the requirement. This is the uniqueness of this scheme. Very important thing you must see. ESI is covering almost four crores of the presently the workers. And most importantly, 550 districts out of the 750 districts, which is mentioned in the code itself. So only another 200 districts have to be notified from the 1st December. This is a beauty. Already we are in manner. We thought of five years before when I was insurance commissioner. We found out this is what going to come. We must accept to all districts. Deficiency is another thing. But we are there. That is what if you see almost four crores, you multiply it five. Almost 20 crores total family members, including are now stand covered. There is a constraint. Why we are not able to now covered? Because there is a floating migratory nature, frequent shifting of the job. There is a problem about paying the contribution. These three important things. There is a 
problem. We had a RSBY, very nicely done, but not linked up to primary care. But in ESI, you have all the primary care, secondary care, tertiary care, everything, and cashless super special treatment. I remember one case in Kerala, when it came to ESI as an insurance commissioner, it required 1.75 crores. Even that we received a call from US, but we have given to one person 1.44 crores for the medical unique disease in Kerala. And he has paid in his life only 11,000 rupees at contribution. This is why the ESI. Next. There are some problems. Ah, uniqueness. This is what a very what Professor Matthews was telling. I have just summarized four things from the social security code. Social security for the first time a right-based approach now. Second, NCO's universalization of social security. And recognizes for the first time migrant workers and the most happy gig worker, platform worker, plantation worker, domestic workers, all workers and the apprehension by Sami and party when we met in Delhi that this construction board will be subsumed. No. Construction is very, board is very much there to retain. And why I will answer it afterwards. And all these three will be there is implementation, three-tier structure. Nicely they have done it. Central government, state government, and other recognized body like state construction board. Implements there will be no difficulty. All the three categories they have defined in the code. These are the summary of the main provision which Dr. Raju was also telling. See, most important, they have given a redressal mechanism. And if you see, the code also promotes. Most important is the latest code, transparent, answerable, and a single mechanism for going into all these things. And web-based, it is web-based inspection. Web-based, what you are telling, Professor Raju. This is very much embedded in the social security code. The very clearly. Next. What are the requirements? It's very interesting. Kind note down. Uh, yesterday, I found out from the... I talked to my friends in ESI. Funding. There are two things are very much required for this. What is the funding will come? So, you have taken into 500 million workers. Total workers in India. 50 crores, 500 See, in ESI now, for each, we are spending 4,000 for worker, for medical care, and cash benefit, 1,000 rupees plus administrative total is coming 5,000. So, total will require 1.70 crores approximately per year. There is no constraint, 1.70 crores, and we can cover the entire our working class. And next is the administrative structure. Yes, existing administrative can cover through the organized workers. You have to, already ESI is taking out, there you have got two options, which Professor Sami was telling, very clearly now, trade unions have to take a call. Either you want to take the old scheme, RSBI, IOS fund, Bharat, Jansarakya scheme, ESI should purchase the services through outsourcing like we have purchased from Dr. K.B. Sethi and all from primary care, secondary, lot of avenues. So these two structures are available, which you can adopt, A, B, C, D, E, F. This is where the trade unions have to now play. Social activities, bring awareness and publicity to the workers. No scheme can be good. Why ESI provident fund are robust today? Because they just centralized monetary with active participation by trade unions. And D, depth of fund. We have a depth of fund. E, economy in scale. What is economy? You must win. And F, flexibility in approach. This A, B, C, D, E, F has to be embedded now in the social and security code, which I have. Just on Monday, I'll be writing it to the new union level secretary. This is where the summary. Kindly, my friends, should note down. Entire answer is read this entire book on social security code, chapter 4, section 24 to 50 on ESI scheme. 
Chapter 9, Sections 109 to 114 on Social Security for Unorganized Workers. Entire Unorganized Workers have been taken care. And mind you, what Professor Matthews was telling, uh, if you read Section 44, 45, which empowers central government to notify a scheme for organized informal gig platform migrant plantation domestic workers. And this has to be read with Section 2, Subsection 85 and 86 for definition of organized, unorganized workers. Entire 50 crores are coming within this definition. focal point has played the entire country next. We started with zero. Now we are reaching the vision of having the social security for everywhere in the country. We will get it. I am dedicating this to all the migrant workers who are the really corona warriors during lockdown. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sammy and party. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I am sure everybody has been inspired and, you know, people want that this kind of benefit should uh, extend to the unorganized sector uh, workers also. There is still hope, you know, that there are a lot of promises still within the uh, this new social security go to 2020 version, wherein a lot of references have been made that probably you know, something, some benefits under applicable under ESIC will be extended to unorganized uh, workers also. But so, no, just, they, just, just one minute, I, yeah. I just, because yeah. that's what I want to tell. All our friends from unorganized workers are there. You see why they have kept the construction board. You see, ultimately, the construction board has been embedded as an institution, which uh, Professor Matthew said, I'm giving answer to this. Ultimately, because the SES fund can utilize for ESI benefits, ESI contribution. So through that, all benefits of ESI will come under this. So this is one of the avenues, because we have plantation workers fund will be embedded to this ultimately to ESI. So, and provident fund. Okay. Thank you so much uh, for this uh, uh, presentation. And uh, I think uh, since uh, Professor Ravish Rastavji somehow you know, could not uh, join us uh, today, so we have still got uh, time and uh, I have already received one request from uh, Dr. Praveen Sinaji to make an intervention. So, meanwhile, if others also, you know, if you really, I can see a lot of People are there, a uh, lot of uh, you know, our colleagues are there from the movement and uh, if they would like to make an intervention, uh, they are more than uh, welcome. So I'll start with uh, Praveen Sinaji and then uh, as we go along, if others want to speak, please do uh, let me know in the chat box so that uh, we can you know, uh, line up others also who want to make an intervention. Thank you so much. Uh, Praveen Sinaji. Thank you and welcome to all of you. I will be brief and uh, maybe I will uh, supplement some of the uh, intervention made by Dr. Mahindra Raju. I won't answer Professor Matthew. He, he's too big for me. But I will, I will try to put some points on behalf of Social Security Association of India. And to start with, let me share that uh, in the last few months, we have had a number of uh, activities that resulted in uh, giving uh, representation to government of India. And when I went through the provisions of the codes, specifically the Social Security Code, I found that some of the recommendations that we made have been included in the in the in the in the uh, laws that has come. For the follow-up presentation, I will uh, I will uh, uh, suggest one thing. At one, like somebody has said, that the law is made. Then the challenge when the law is made. I think it's not end of the chapter to me, but it's starting of the work. That how I take the law. And as such, uh, 
I vote for one request, all of us, to look into the laws seriously and we find that where do we stand as an organization, whether NCL or FES or SSAI or National Labor Law Association, how do we can be party to see that the social security is uh, is made applicable to all the workers, whether in the formal or informal sector. There was a question by Anup saying that how do the uh, EPFO becomes applicable to the workers in the informal sector? And I think I find that uh, intervention, that question as interesting because the, the law says that now all the workers will have appointment letter. That is the objective, that every worker, whether in the formal or informal sector, will have appointment letter. And if I rightly remember the statement of the minister, the then minister for labor, he said that the, the benefit available under the ESIC and others will be made uh, will be made available to all the employees. And I very much remember what discussion I had with the Central Provident Fund Commissioner and others in the ESIC also, that since there is a gap in the employer-employee relation in the, in the case of unorganized sector, we cannot uh, extend this thing. And I think this is a point where I find that the law will be helpful because the law says that every worker will have an, uh, an appointment letter. And in that context, I find that if we work, we will be able to bridge that gap of this uh, uh, appointment letter not being there. I know it's not, it's not going to be an easy, easy case. We are, what we are talking about is 93% of the workforce. And to ensure that everybody gets appointment letter, it is a big task. But yes. In at least in legal terms, we have a, we have a another point that I want to that in so far SSAI is concerned, we have been on the issue of seeing that all the nine benefits that are uh, uh, that are that has been suggested by ILO under its uh, uh, 102 convention and recommendation 202 becomes. Uh, practical in the case of India also. And that is where we should touch upon that how do we see that these nine benefits are available uh, to the workers in the both formal and informal sector. What is the way? That will be my last section. What is the way? There are six bodies, Dr. Matthew has already said, the six bodies that have been suggested to be constituted at the national level and at the state level. Each body has provision for representation by the employees or the workmen as a member of the board or member of uh, the committee at the national and the state level. And that is where we should, to start with, we should work to work to see that how do we become part of the process? Because I find that merely saying that this is not there, this is not there, is not going to help much. That has been the case all these years that yes, we should, we should look for a perfect world. But the fact remains that we are, we are looking at a, a situation where only smaller percentage of people have social security, larger one we don't have. And in one day, we cannot move from 3% to 100%. So my suggestion would be that let's work towards seeing that how the representative of, how the right representative of the worker are inducted in these committees who will be able to helpful in uh, in suggesting development of the scheme that will help us to bring the social security at uh, at the base level 
I stop here. Thank you. Thank you, Anup. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you uh, so much, uh, Sina sir. I think वो जो बात है ना कि जो होना था वो तो हो गया आगे आप इसमें कैसे आगे बढ़ सकते हैं आई थिंक वो भी इक्वली इम्पोर्टेंट है इसमें कैसे आगे पहल की जा सकती है वेदर इन टर्म्स ऑफ रिप्रेजेंटेशन वेदर इन टर्म्स ऑफ यू नो डेवलपिंग स्कीम्स तो आई थिंक दैट इज ऑल्सो वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट कि मतलब हार मान करके बैठने से कुछ नहीं होगा आप इसमें से क्या डिराइव कर सकते हैं और कैसे आगे बढ़ सकते हैं आई थिंक वो भी उतना ही इक्वली इम्पोर्टेंट है With this, uh, I would now request uh, Chandan. Chandan, कुछ कहना चाहते थे Chandan. बहुत बहुत धन्यवाद अनु भाई मुझे बस दो चीजें कहनी है मुझे लगता है कि क्योंकि पिछले पांच छह सालों से इन सारे कोर्ट के ऊपर एक काफी ध्यान रहा ट्रैक किया और मुझे लगता है कि ये लड़ाई हम कहीं ना कहीं कागजों पे तो हार गए हैं तो लड़ाई लंबी होने वाली है और लड़ाई अब सड़कों पे लड़ी जाएगी और वहीं पे फैसला होगा ऐसा मेरा मानना है मुझे लगता है कि दो रणनीति हो सकती है अभी आज के टाइम पे एक तो ये है कि ये सरकार फांसीवादी है और ये सरकार बिल्कुल मजदूर किसान विरोधी है तो इस सरकार से तो बहुत उम्मीद नहीं कर सकते हैं लेकिन मुझे लगता है कि क्योंकि मजदूरी का जो मुद्दा है लेबर का जो मुद्दा है वो कॉन्क्रेंट लिस्ट में है और बहुत सारी लड़ाइयां हमको राज्य स्तर पे करनी चाहिए और मुझे लगता है जहां जहां नॉन बीजेपी स्टेट्स है वहां पे मुझे लगता है कि इन कुछ कुछ हम स्टेट लेजिस्लेशन को बना करके पुश करके कुछ लड़ाई आगे बढ़ा सकते हैं तो मुझे तो कानून के बारे में कुछ नहीं कहना है कानून के बारे में तो ऑलरेडी हमारे सीनियर साथियों ने कहा है और बहुत खूबसूरत तरीके से समझाया है मैं उनकी सारी बातें सहम अभी प्रवीण जी बहुत अच्छा बोले पिछले बड़ी सारे साथी बोले लेकिन मुझे लगता है कि हमारे बीच में कहीं ना कहीं एक रणनीति बननी चाहिए कि वो रणनीति राज्यों के स्तर पे कैसे हम बना सकते हैं जहां पे थोड़ी सी बहुत ज्यादा विपरीत व्यवस्थाएं नहीं है विपरीत हालत नहीं है जैसे उदाहरण के तौर पे महाराष्ट्र है या फिर तेलंगाना है आंध्र प्रदेश है छत्तीसगढ़ है पंजाब है वहां क्या हो सकता है उसको लेकर थोड़ा सा अगर हम चर्चा करें किसी वक्त में इस मीटिंग में तो मुझे लगता है कि वहां पर कुछ गाड़ी आगे बढ़ सकती है कोर्ट के बारे में तो मेरा बिल्कुल सोशल सिक्योरिटी के बारे में जैसे पीछे साथियों ने कहा कि पूरी रीपैकेजिंग है इसमें कुछ भी नया नहीं है कहने के लिए चैट बॉक्स चैट बॉक्स पे भी चल रहा है तो मुझे यही लगता है कि अगर आज के टाइम में हमारे बीच में एक, एक आपस में सहमति बने और राज्यों के स्तर पे अगर हम कुछ इसका फायदा उठाते हुए अगर इसको आगे बढ़ाएं तो मुझे लगता है कि थोड़ा गाड़ी आगे बढ़ेगी और दूसरा सवाल यह है मेरा अगर कोई स्पीकर इस पर जवाब दे थोड़ी सी मेरी क्लैरिटी के लिए कि टेक्निकली हम तो लड़ाई हारे लेकिन क्या अभी भी हमारे पास रास्ता है कानून का रास्ता है हमारे पास कि क्या हम संविधान के रास्ते से हम आगे बढ़ सकते हैं क्या हम संविधान उदाहरण के तौर पे अगर राइट टू स्ट्राइक को सरकार ने स्ट्रक डाउन किया है तो क्या हम आर्टिकल 19 के माध्यम से इसको हम चैलेंज कर सकते हैं ऐसे बहुत सारे प्रोविजन हो जैसे प्रोफेसर मैथ्यू ने कहा कि बहुत सारे नीति निर्देशक तत्व डायरेक्टिव प्रिंसिपल्स का वायलेशन हुआ है क्या उसका हम रास्ता अपना करके हम कोर्ट जा सकते हैं क्या तो इसके ऊपर थोड़ी सी अगर कोई क्लैरिटी दें अगर कोई साथी प्रोफेसर मैथ्यू अगर सुन रहे हैं या कोई सुन रहे हैं कि क्या हम संविधान के रास्ते से जो कानून खत्म हुए हैं क्या उसको हम चुनौती दे सकते हैं कोर्ट के अंदर में क्योंकि हर कानून का एक इतिहास है हर कानून का एक रैशनल है और हर कानून के पीछे बनने के पीछे एक मजदूरों का एक इतिहास रहा है एक आंदोलन रहा है तो क्या उन इतिहासों को दोहराते हुए हम क्या इस लड़ाई को कोर्ट में लड़ सकते हैं क्या ये थोड़ी सी मुझे क्लैरिटी चाहिए मे बी जो चंदन का सवाल है मे बी विल टेक इट अपर बाबू मैथ्यू एट लेटेस्ट एज इफ प्रोफेसर बाबू मैथ्यू इज लिस्निंग चंदन वॉन्टेड टू नो यू नो दैट 
in terms of uh, you know this uh, right to strike which has been uh, uh, taken uh, taken away you know with this industrial uh, relations code so he's asking whether some of these cha- uh, fundamental changes which have been uh, brought about whether they can be challenged uh, constitution- uh, constitutionally maybe we'll come to this uh, later on you can think about it but meanwhile i would ask uh, request uh katyani ji to make her intervention good afternoon everybody thank you anup sir my main point is that uh, if you look at all the entire social security code for the unorganized it is just an enabling provision it most of the time it just says uh, the 2019 version was only saying everything will be delegated to the central central government they may do it may do it may do it they may prescribe the norms they may prescribe the schemes they may uh, you know whatever was there was everything was to be done by the center later on uh, as mr ts shankaran had wanted nothing was included in the provisions of the code itself what is it that the workers will get uh, how will the money be raised uh, how will they be registered nothing is written in the code central government may do so the i think the standing committee on uh, labor uh, which went into this whole uh, to 2019 version they gave a very detailed report and they said uh, this can't be you cannot go on saying may 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 and so uh, because of that they have changed the uh, uh, provisions now to say central government shall time to time frame the schemes central government shall time to time they have changed the may to shall but it makes no difference because no time limit is fixed for by when will the center do it so it is again left to the center though the uh, provision now says shall nothing is uh, definite because they can do it as and when they like or they can do it one decade later also that is the main point that we have to contest i think that everything is delegated to the center and nothing is written in the code so uh, even if the rules are framed the rules cannot change what is in the law it cannot go beyond the act or the court so how do we challenge that so everything is uh, just left to the center and uh, uh, mr sahu also said all nine benefits uh, can be given and all that but uh, they have mentioned which are the benefits that can be given to the unorganized through the uh, social security code and they have said that some about five ilo benefits can be given by the center and two can be given by the states but they have left out family benefit and unemployment benefit so only seven they are saying we shall do it based on uh, expediency when we want to do it so i just wanted to make these points thanks no uh, thank you so much uh, katyani ji for raising uh, those points uh now i would request uh, geeta ji uh, i think she had two comments to make geeta ji there were two or three things i have to still you know verify whether it's the same thing because uh, as far as the welfare boards are concerned one there are existing welfare board whether they will continue or whether they a registration all those registered workers people who are getting pension all that what what is their situation is one thing and what about the state laws because in tamil nadu there are 17 welfare boards and the labor department and of course 17 other welfare boards and other departments 
and uh, in kerala there are 25 welfare boards so these are uh, you know some of the issues uh, because there are there is no provision for saving of existing state laws nor whether there is a continuity you know uh, with the existing building workers welfare board and whatever the act is or the new code is envisaging number 2 the other important issue is what is the role of trade unions in this uh, you know uh, in these welfare boards is a very important issue because we in fact it is the unions which have struggled and brought these welfare boards it's not as if you know it's newly coming in there it's already there because of the struggles of the uh, trade unions in the unorganized sector in the uh, you know like uh, all of us and uh, comrade sami has been very much uh, part of it and root comrade root from the beginning of the struggle so all these struggles have led to these and what is the uh, role of the uh, you know in registration in the renewals and in getting benefits or whatever what is the thing and um, uh, there there has been no this thing through the you know um, it's not through the uh, trade union that these things are done have been i mean they were done but whether it will be done at all is a big question mark thirdly i mean one more comment is the is the issue of uh, you know uh, you know when we are talking about existing benefits it's it goes beyond these five i mean there are also you know uh, children were getting educational assistance and you know housing so many other things had also been there been there in the building workers welfare board so what will happen to that will they be stopped or what will what is the thing and what will see for example quantum of pension is a very big issue so anyway we can't go into all that right now so i'm just uh, uh, i'm just trying to say that uh, uh, these are you know major issues which will have to be resolved and uh, that is why i think we need to also pressurize state governments and to intervene because the state laws what will happen to them the state level welfare board what will happen to them you know all these are uh, very uh, difficult issues and last but not the least there is no compulsory registration of uh, workers and employers in the organized sector which i think is the crux of you know is a, one of the main demands of our national campaign committee our uh, an organized sector welfare unions you know it's been one of the main things without a compulsory registration nothing will happen and unless there is a esi and provident fund it is like a compulsory registration while for the unorganized sector it is you know if you want you come and register you know that's how it is and the employers whether they will get registered and says there is a element of exemptions so all these things are there so actually the bocw act has been weakened that's how i would look at thank you uh, thank you so much uh, geeta ji for your intervention of course you know the, from the center the the attention will shift to the uh, states uh, you know how it really is get, it will get uh, doled out in the states uh, as you rightly mentioned uh, with this you know i okay thank you for this valuable information Thanks for Professor Ravi Srivatsa Director Center of Employment Studies Institute of Women Development Delhi Professor Economics 
and Shri Bimal Kanti Sahu, Director of Indo-German Focal Point Insurance Commissioner ESIC and Professor Babu Matthew Chairperson Institute of Public Policy and Director Center for Labor Studies NLSIU along with Ms. Kavya Bharatkar of NLSIU and Dr. Mahendra Raju National Coordinator Social Security Association of India and Additional Center PF Commissioner and special thanks to N.P. Sami General Secretary NCL and Sri Anup Srivatsa Labor Advisor FES New Delhi Mode. And friends, you can contact us by following in FB Instagram and you can share your feedbacks by contacting 08022355490. Again, 08022355490. Thank you. Bharata Haligalanadu Halavu Samskrutigala Bidu. ನಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಹಬ್ಬ ಹರಿದಿನ ಜಾತ್ರೆಗಳಿಗೆ ಕಡಿಮೆಯೇನಿಲ್ಲ ಹೀಗೆಲ್ಲ ಜಾತ್ರೆ ಉತ್ಸವಗಳು ನಡೆಯುವಾಗ ಇಂಥದ್ದೊಂದು ಶಬ್ದ ನಾದ ನಮಗೆ ಕೇಳುತ್ತಲೇ ಇರುತ್ತದೆ ಒಮ್ಮೊಮ್ಮೆ ಹೊಸ ಉತ್ಸಾಹ ಬಡಿದೆಬ್ಬಿಸುವ ನಾದ ವೈಭವ ಇದು ತಮಟೆಯ ಸದ್ದು ಡೊಳ್ಳಿನ ಸದ್ದು ಇವು ಮೇಳೈಸಿದಾಗ ಒಮ್ಮೆಲೆ ಒಗ್ಗೂಡುತ್ತವೆ ನಮ್ಮ ಮೈಮನಗಳು ಇದು ಗ್ರಾಮೀಣ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತಿ ಇಲ್ಲಿ ಇಲ್ಲ ಯಾವುದೇ ಇತಿಮಿತಿ ಕಾಲುಗಳು ಕುಣಿಯುತ್ತವೆ ಹೃದಯ ಸಂಭ್ರಮಿಸುತ್ತದೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕದ ವೈಶಿಷ್ಟ್ಯ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಸಮುದಾಯ ರೇಡಿಯೋನಲ್ಲಿ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ತೊಂಬತ್ತು ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ನಾಲ್ಕು ಮೆಗಾಹರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಕೇಳಿ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಆಗಿ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವ್